0: Hello, and welcome back to the Spilling the Tea podcast. Uh, I almost forgot the name of it for a second. Um, I am Gabriel Perez, your host, and... uh, I'm Tina
1: Paul, his mom. Your Star. Oh, here we go oh, again! I have to—I keep on forgetting to bring the sunglasses. Yeah, we need that—you know, like the the kind when you have cataract surgery. Oh, no
0: full shield. <laughs> right. She shines so brightly; <laughs> it hurts me to be near her. Anyway, uh, we're enjoying tea uh, to talk about Tina, um, and every week we have a different tea to enjoy. This one is called Kashmiri Kawa. It is a masala chai spiced green tea, uh, which is uh, green tea, cardamom, cinnamon, almond, and saffron. Um, it's, the first sip was a surprise to my taste buds. I wasn't ready for the flavors, um, so because it, it is very strong flavors
1: and very herbal. I might have brewed too much, too. I might have put in too many tea leaves or left it too long. This no, is mean, my that... first time making it. But now I'm finding it tasty. After I now. got
0: used to it, now it's very tasty. It's very delicious. Um, I, I like the way the, the saffron and the cardamom come out underneath the green tea because I love a green tea. So, no.
1: yeah. So the reason I got this is um, it is... It's uh, this particular one I got, um, from India and, uh, but it is a tea that is enjoyed in Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, that area of the world. And the reason why I got it is, um, I, I work with asylum seekers, um, and I was going to be working with a, uh, Family from Afghanistan who were now full fledged immigrants with working papers and everything else, and I thought that um, you know bringing bringing some of their like kind of national type tea might be nice, but as it turned out, instead of that, I was switched over doing transportation for mostly people from Angola and the Republic of Congo. Um, yeah, I. Yeah,
0: so she she brings them to all the places that they can't bring themselves, basically.
1: Yeah, well, I saw last year I saw um, mm-hmm. in the newspaper that a lot of the motels in Old Orchard Beach were hosting the the families at least for the winter time. You know, yeah. they had to leave, of course, when um, high season came. Right. You know, and I, I totally get it because you have to make money. You know, yeah,
0: business owners. Um,
1: not there. and in Old Orchard Beach, you know, you have the summer and. That's it. Um, So I read in the newspaper that um, one of the big challenges they the organizations had for the families who were living in a lot of the motels and um, stuff from Portland South is transportation. Transportation to um, medical appointments, to uh, hearings, to immigration court. Martha's Um, Vineyard. Martin. Oh, uh, yeah. sorry, oh I'm... my God! You just—I just went. Oh, I drove to Martha <laughs> Oh, I know it isn't that awful. It what is. he did. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. This isn't a political right. I'm, podcast. I'm, I'm, but this, I just, isn't this I had to
0: bring it up. Anyway. Th-
1: this. Um, yeah. So that's that's. So I said, I have a car and I can drive, um, and and a lot of them had. I bought a car seat for little kids because sometimes it's like baby babies you know like three months old and stuff like that yeah so that's what i do i i work with southern maine Maine health center and another organization and um i get the phone call and i drive the people and of course you
0: get to know the families and
1: yeah and i they have no money they have no money and they can't work because of the rules for the work permits and everything. So I bring them grocery shopping, I'm not supposed to, but I do buy them food and uh, books. I translate, I buy children's books, and I translate the children's books into whatever um, language they speak. Two reasons, one, Education and learning English is their way to success. Sure. You know, and they so want to succeed, but it's like you gotta learn English. And what I found when I lived in France with the ballet company, I didn't, I had some French classes in high school, but I got there and went useless. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't converse. So I found that um, buying children's books in French. Um I would translate. i would you know translate word by word. It was an easier vocabulary, but it was they were fun stories at the same time, but that's actually the main way that I learned how to speak French, you know the colors and the and sentence structure and everything else. It's the way little kids learn, yeah, so I give th- books and I introduce them to the public library and all of this because while. The parents are reading to the little kids. You have the little kids learning English, you and you have the parents learning
0: English. Of course. I mean, everyone
1: uses it. Yeah. So, okay, enough of that. That's what I do. Yeah. That's my thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's one of it's, the things. It's very, it's very uh, mind-opening. And I... Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm not going to... I could go on for the full hour. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's that. I empathize deeply with these lovely, lovely, lovely people.
0: Okay. That's really nice. This is how I'm going to button that, is is that that is lovely and thank you from from the world. The world thanks you.
1: Yeah, they're scared. It's like I brought, I had a 17-year-old who's alone here, she's on a, there's a, I'm not going to give any information because, you know, it's yeah. too, di- you, you don't, some of these people fleeing such violence, they're scared. You know, they don't want to get knocked off, even over here. Right. Um, but she, there's a special immigration status for juveniles who are completely alone. I mean, no family, no representative here, and that have suffered abuse or terror or something. Jesus. So driving with this young girl, I was like, you don't ask questions. I don't ask questions. Right. But I was like, my heart was just just so sweet. Anyway, what I did is I bought a DVD player for the car, because I had to drive her... Like an hour and a half away to this certain place to get a certain paperwork done, and I thought she doesn't. She's in high school, but she doesn't speak English very well. So I bought different films for her to watch in the car with headphones. Anyway, okay. Oh, no, enough that's, of that.
0: That's great, though.
1: Oh, it was. It was. She. She's a very cool young lady, and yeah, it made it comfortable between us. Yeah. Too. You know. Yeah. And then I just brought her a birthday present because I, I found out with doing the paperwork <laughs> that let her that her birthday was just a few days ago. So I did a surprise visit with a birthday present. I'm smiling now. My cheeks are hurting from smiling. But that's enough of that.
0: Yeah, see, you're too nice. You're too sweet.
1: And I shine. Yeah, you shine. <laughs> She's a star. I have sunglasses. Okay, I'm going to take a sip of tea and then you tell me.
0: Yeah. Um, well, kind of. Where I'm thinking we should go from there is, perhaps, not talking about like all of the little things that you do, like like bringing cookies to the different departments and and uh, <laughs> shelters and different places. Um, which she does. She cooks. She bakes cookies and brings them to to all different. Uh, well, this you know what I
1: do. <laughs> I mean, if you brought it up. I brought it up. <laughs> I I like bringing. Always at Christmas, but many times just throughout the year, I bring. Um, I bring cookies, or I go to Sam's and I get. I get healthy snacks and stuff. And I drop them at the police station, the fire station, the Department of Sanitation. Oh, yeah. You know, the people who don't... You don't think about... It. I mean, you may give a tip at Christmas to the your trash pickup person, but I like giving it to the whole department because, you know, it's like, oh, look, it'll be 90 degrees in the summer, and it's... Humid, and they're out fixing a street, just sweating, and it's so it shows an appreciation, or do, you know, in the winter with the snow and the ice. And I like doing that, but I get very shy. I cry after I drop the stuff off. <laughs> I get so shy. I I shake. Well, you've seen me. I it. have.
0: Huh? I have. Oh my god! Going to like um the the food pantry. Um, and dropping off just, just a bunch of food, a bunch of leftovers from, uh, you know, pandemic freak out of, we have to stock up, there might not be things, and then going, well, we have a lot of things to give away. Um, (laughs) but, but no, going in and and giving things, and of course the people are nothing but happy to receive so much stuff. Um.
1: That's what makes me so nervous. I, I... (laughs) I want to be anonymous. I, 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 When people thank me, I get so shy. I shake, and then I go back to the car and I cry. I, <laughs> she cries. I do. I do. I, I cry from relief <gasps> that that it's done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway. Oh, thank God my nice thing's over. <laughs> it is! <laughs> it is!
1: <laughs>
0: anyway. And she feeds neighborhood cats,
1: and... Oh, that I have... Yes, I have. I've got to take a picture, because I have three squirrels, about four blue jays, little birds... Little birds. ...and cardinals, and a possum that comes, is little possum, and then one cat, the one who came to the window when we were talking last week, Bon Ami, I name them, I don't know their real names, though I do find out a afterwards. If, <laughs> I find out afterwards, and I prefer, one is Bonami because I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl, Yeah. so I just said, good friend, he comes, I call her she, but he comes every day at five, <laughs> For some food, and he lives down the street. Um, and then Frankie Doyle, that was this other. It's another cat, who she's so tough. If if you've seen the uh, Netflix series Wentworth, oh my God, it's fabulous! It's fabulous. It's I haven't seen fabulous. it myself. Oh, but it's it, oh, but it's it's about a women's prison. I shouldn't be talking. Well, I'm wasting time. No, it's not. Australian. <laughs> uh, it's, an, it's Austra- made in Australia, and it's a woman's prison, and there's one character named Frankie Doyle who is so tough, but she has a heart of gold. gold. You know, gold. I mean, there's one, she's an, she. there's an <laughs> honesty to her that, and, and, and they, um, so that's for, so that's the other cat, Frankie Doyle, and then I have a white one and a black one, and a neighbor, another, yeah, so I feed them, whatever.
0: Yeah, these are all neighborhood cats that just come and hang out. Uh, in in the lovely little backyard, um, so there's that. What what else? Uh you used to volunteer at the dog shelter uh, in Yonkers.
1: Yeah, in yes, outside of Yonkers. Well, what that was was that we had so many when when we lived at our second house.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, there the, the was one with the y- ghosts. They both had ghosts.
1: Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> the there second. was the walk. Um, I've forgotten what it was called. The Aqueduct. The Aqueduct. You know, the walk. So, and a lot of st- people would dump their stray dogs down there. Yeah. And Pitbull fighting, these fighting group awful people would train their dogs down there. Oh, I just... Uh-uh. Anyway, we had a lot of dogs follow us home. Yes. Um... And two, we had some adopted some. So this I... is
0: all all growing up because we had some dogs. So and and, and the aqueduct to just give a little bit of uh, extra background um, is a giant trail all through New York, um, leading I think from Albany down to the city as a way to transport water because it's an aqueduct. Um,
1: originally. Originally yeah. originally, yeah.
0: It's not used for that anymore. And and now it's just a long trail. It's gorgeous. It is right gorgeous. next to the Hudson. Um, there are a bunch of build like old old castle like buildings uh, dot along the trail
1: itself. Um, Remember that one. Remember we saw the satanic spray painted part in that housey thing that that stone. Little housey thing? I don't remember that. Oh, rituals. Rituals. I rituals. swear to God, there were rituals at night. And because it was all these satanic symbols spray painted on the inside. And then it was like, is anybody missing it? Booster or a goat. Yeah, I mean sacrifices. A baby. Oh, jeez. <laughs> anyway,
0: anyway, so so, and there'd be deer along the trail. There'd yeah. be a, a lot of wild animals would live along this whole trail, and it would connect to different sanctuaries and things like that too. Um Anyway, yeah. uh, so that's that's just a little background for anyone listening.
1: So with the on, dogs, I yeah, I I so. know I knew enough to every time you introduce a new dog, the whole dynamic of the of the pack changes. There's a new alpha, you know, all of this. I mean, vying, and I wanted to know what I was doing, so I did the online animal behavior college course it's hard yeah it this whole the whole process mm. took a year and a half of study and then working at shelters um, training the dogs to become more adaptable yeah um yeah
0: and and at one point with with these dogs following us home from the aqueduct or or finding them abandoned or, yeah. or whatever it may be we had God, up to seven dogs at one point because we had three of our own. And then uh, like four strays f- were found and followed and and we were usually lucky enough to find the owners yeah. for them. Yeah. And and once again, the names that we came up with we were always give, much I mean, better. I mean, we'd,
1: we'd give them up for adoption, couldn't keep that many.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's too many dogs. You know, we find good <laughs> homes,
1: two homes. Um, I mean, good homes.
0: But yeah, with with you doing the animal behavior college and and
1: you know what's the most fascinating thing about that? I mean, I am a certified animal behaviorist, a sort of certified dog behaviorist, and I was going to open a daycare center with Phyllis. Yeah, actually, you know, and stuff like that. Um, so I know how to train dogs, which came in really handy, you know, for our own dogs, but. I've, what I have found the most fascinating is knowing animal behavior relates so much to human behavior that I can, I really got into studying, um, what we naturally do without thinking about it, um, and reaction, just body language, full body language, which I actually taught then at, Roosevelt uh, well, university. Fascinating.
0: Yeah. After studying it, not just going straight from dogs and then thinking about people and then teaching it, but it like was... a- additional study went into body language and reading lots oh, of God, books. Oh God, I and... read
1: FBI books. I read, I mean, I read so many different studies, but Again, the reason why I did that is working with the theater students, the musical theater students. Many times I found it's, they didn't know what to do with their bodies. So they would just stand stiffly or there'd be like arm gestures that made no sense, no connection to the emotion that was happening. And also to keep away from any kind of posturing, like sure, Shakespearean, you know, fake fake yeah. stuff. Um, so I, I studied it or even things like, um, let's say you're facing upstage, which means your back is to the audience. Yes. It doesn't mean you're dead. All of your, your back muscles react, even your, your, your butt cheeks. If you're angry, your, your thighs are going to react in a different way. So it really, I actually, I enjoyed that class and I and I think they got a lot a lot yeah. out of
0: it. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, it
1: was, yeah.
0: and and people as animals, even if they don't realize, they're picking up on those things. They are seeing all of those little twitches and, and movements, and that's how they're perceiving it as
1: he's angry
0: or or well, whatever. Well, we send it may signals.
1: Be. I mean, that's the way that's survival. The move of an eyebrow. Can tell you what a person is really thinking, uh, or if they're. I know there's genuinely a thing,
0: interested, or you know,
1: of oh how how can you spot a liar? You know, I mean that was there was the program. What was that program?
0: Lie to me. Lie to me. That's you know, and you stuff liked. like
1: that. I, it was interesting, but to me, it isn't so much looking for who's trying to fool me, but what is the discomfort that some people may, may be feeling. Um, like there's a way of crossing your legs or or let's say you're... Oh, all right, let me put it this way and then I'll stop talking about this.
0: No, no, this is all... There
1: is a way. <laughs> uh, we tend as humans many times to go into our own packs, the people that we feel comfortable with. And if we also... there, There's bullying and all of that. With If you understand body language... There's a way just by positioning your body in a certain way that you will appear more inclusive, more empathetic, more sympathetic, and it really helps the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it really it really does, you yeah. know, it, it and it can diffuse tense situations. And stuff like that. It's fascinating. I did have to turn off. When I was really teaching it, I found like all the time I was looking at different signals. I mean, it's almost like if somebody could read someone's mind, you got to turn it off because there's too much noise, you know. And so, and people so,
0: are allowed to have their thoughts and
1: exactly and to behave, but you know it's it's for your own protection too. Like I can, you can pick up little things of. Our guts tell us when we feel uncomfortable, or yeah. eh, am I wrong to think this is a dicey situation? If you know the body language, you can actually. Narrow that down a little bit more. Yeah, you know, and d- determine whether someone really is a little dicey, or you could be in danger, or if they're just extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, right. That type of thing. Right. If
0: their own uncomfortability is making you uncomfortable.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's fascinating. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, so I thought of an. <laughs> I thought okay. of. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought of another nickname. Another nickname. That I had growing up. What, in the, fir- in the first and second sessions, I <laughs> said so the nicknames. It was my grammar school principal. Now remember, I was small, I was very skinny. My mother made me take appetite medicine. <sighs> no, well, I didn't like vegetables. Okay. But at the, um, sitting at the table with my mother, unless you cleaned your plate, you got scratched, or you had to walk around the house. We talked about that. Scratch yeah. meaning you couldn't talk. So I would do things like, you know, we'd put vegetables on my plate and I'd, hold, I'd have a glass of milk hold your nose so you don't taste. And you chew. And then, you I'm, 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 chew it, you chew the vegetable enough to be able to swallow. But while then holding your nose. With, with the milk at the same time. Beets were really hard.
0: Beets are not. Oh, I mean, easy. But to,
1: you'd have to chew it a lot. Oh. But anyway, so. So she took me to the doctor because I was really skinny. And um, the doctor took blood tests and all of this and said, "Well, I don't know what she's eating, but it must be a lot of meat and potatoes because she's got iron-rich blood. She's healthy." Well, but my mother wanted me to. She wanted me to eat more, so she. There's this appetite medicine. I don't know what the hell. You know, I have to put it in orange juice and drink it. Anyway, so I was small. Appetite mess. I'm going to look that up later. Appetite <laughs> Okay, this this is 19, mid-1950s. Yeah. So in grammar school, the high school, I mean, the um, principal, his name was Mr. Pierce. He was bald, a little chunky. He always wore like a blue suit and a tie. And he called me Tiny. My name was Tiny Paul. Tiny Paul. And what, what 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 would happen? I was a little bit of a hellion. I was very shy, <laughs> but with my friends I was a little bit of a hellion, sure. And I I'm, in class I would get in trouble. Cuz I talk I talk too much or I do things like you know the desks, you know how desks are lined up one behind the other. Yes. What we would do is the the person in front would start sliding back both the desk and the chair so that then it would go on top of the second <laughs> chair and the third chair. And then all of us, we'd keep moving with our feet, all of us would... I obviously not only topple on the floor, but the desks would go flying. Everything. everything. Oh my God! Which we thought well it was hilarious. That's hilarious, but that's a lot. And uh <laughs> so, and I I talked a lot. Um I had boyfriends. I had little boyfriends <laughs> who would, they'd like bring me my milk they'd buy who could who would bring me my carton Ooh. of milk. And, Stuff like that. <laughs> Tiny Paul. And one who really liked me. We used to wear, oh my God, this is like childhood memories again. One who really liked me. We used to wear, you know the plastic headbands with the little teeth?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, to keep your hair back. Yeah, the children's he would, little
0: plastic headbands. He would,
1: <laughs> he would take me. Can't remember his name. I can picture him now. But he would he really liked me. So he would take me and bash my head. Oh and the we, the school had a really heavy wooden door. Oh it was my. green. I remember Ugh. it was green. And he'd bash my head into the door. I remember, I mean, the teeth would then dig in and I'd be like bleeding. Oh, my God. It
0: is like <laughs> it <was. laughs>
1: it is. It's like Jesus. It was. It said horizontal, you know, yeah, yeah. perpendicular. Over the top of, of the, the head the instead
0: of forward. <laughs> but,
1: and oh. that was like... Oh, he loves me. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, he was a hellion. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so Mr. Pierce would... I always get blamed for... I didn't always start everything. (coughs) Because I was shy, and I was, you know... Except with my friends. And I was a good student. But he would... I would get caught... Let me put it. There. I would get caught a lot. Okay, me. <laughs> Even if I didn't start it, I you know. So, <laughs> the teacher would go to the principal and you know and call up or whatever they did. Oh, there was like a little antic- one of those um, horn things that you could talk through. Um, it wasn't megaphone or a, PA system. A, a PA system that went to the from the room okay kind of like mm-hmm. this is bringing back a memory okay kind of, i might be wrong you know like when you go to the bank and they have that you can outside uh, sure. you can a, put the a
0: pneumatic
1: pneumatic thing this was Yump. but this was like maybe it was a telephone cuz i'm picturing talking into this like air
0: <laughs> like like a like, talking, like a mouthpiece
1: yeah but anyway i can't remember or whether it was a, did the a old phone version lecture. of it of. anyway I, the principal would no there was there was an intercom <laughs> there was an intercom because now i'm remembering here we go he would <laughs> this voice would come over the intercom mr pierce into the classroom Tiny Paul, report to the office. Tiny Paul, report to the office. <laughs> and of course, my friends are like, you know, or laughing. Yeah, yeah. So I'd have to go to the office. Now, I was little. I was like, I was little and I wasn't tall and I was really skinny. <laughs> you were little and you weren't tall. And, and you were tiny. I would get reprimanded, but she'd give you the stick. Ooh, ooh. And, and what the stick was, was this really thick ruler. You know how like Like a yardstick? No. It was short you know, oh what is the what is it called? The like triangular ruler things that you would use in calculus? Oh, I don't
0: know what they're called, but
1: I mean but that thick it was it was Yeah, the it triangle. Was, it was a ruler. That's not though, a slide rule. But it was thick like that. And what you'd have to do is you'd have to put out your hand With a closed fist. And he would whack, whack on your knuckles. Whack,
0: whack, Oh, that's a lot of whacks.
1: You'd get, you know, like... Five or six. Five or six or ten or twelve, depending on what you did. And sometimes your knuckles would get, like, bleedy and all of this. It it hurt. But, so I got the stick a lot. (laughs) But, you know what was a little bit creepy about it, that thinking back? Oh, no. I was little and I was I was cute. I never thought it was cute, but looking at the pictures I guess I was a little cute. And right. I and I had those boyfriends <laughs> cracking my head against the yeah. door. Um <laughs> Gosh. I think Mr. P he would have a smile on his face. Oh. Uh, and he would be nice to me at other times. I think.
0: He got some jollies out of
1: it. Yes. Because there actually was one time he didn't give me as many waxes I was supposed to get.
0: Okay. <sighs> so maybe he was feeling bad, but like you can't... I don't know. I've heard too many stories in general about Yeah I'm, I can and, and I'm just thinking always back believe about it to be true.: I'm
1: picturing his face now, and he had like loose lips. you know, you <laughs> those know. sink ships.
0: What those sink ships? No,
1: I don't mean that. I, way. Know. I know
0: you're cute. I'm you're cute. That, that.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: like like loose jowly lower, jowly loose lower, jowly lip. loose. We're both playing with our lower <laughs> lips right now with our fingers.
1: Anyway, so that was another nickname, Tiny <laughs> Paul. But that one made me brought a little terror into my heart, knowing that anytime I heard Tiny Paul, that was Mister Pierce, and I had to go to the you're office get and get from the loose get lips, get punished. Okay, all right, what do you want to talk about? I'm going to take a sip of tea. Uh, no, I, yeah.
0: <laughs> no I, I I, was lucky enough to never get wax or really anything as far as that goes. Well,
1: by the time you were <laughs> in school, there was the whole thing of no corporal punishment yeah. in, in public schools. Yeah. I, you, I think it, when it first happened, it was for public schools, and I think the Catholic schools could still... Yes, I know the Catholic schools could still do it. Um but uh, I don't know when it all turned, but by your by your. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had age. some
0: nuns who would say that they missed being able to hit children. Yeah. But dearly. That was probably their favorite part.
1: <gasps> you've got to, you've got to, t- I know this is supposed to be about me, but this tickles me so much. Can you, can you tell the story of the nun and how to say the Hail Mary?
0: Oh, Lord, that nun. Okay. Um, that little
1: nun. Yeah, you remember?
0: I remember some parts of it. That um, she split
1: it into two.
0: Yes. She's a little Irish nun. Um <laughs> and and she was explaining to all the little children the the meaning of of the words behind the Hail Mary. <laughs> and it it's split into two parts. There's there's the, the first part, which is the Hail Mary full of grace. Uh, and I I'll, I'll go through the whole thing. Then the second part is is the you know the last part. But so she went through and going like, Hail Mary. How does it start? How does it? It's Hail Mary, full of grace. Now listen to that. Listen. Who's who's speaking there? It's the angel Gabriel, and he didn't say, Hello, Mary. <laughs> good afternoon mary how are you mary no he said hail mary that's how he said hello because she was divine uh uh, so hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee oh
1: that's a lot uh
0: i i don't remember fully but she she broke that part down too um uh, blessed art thou among blessed art thou amongst, <laughs> art thou amongst women uh, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus so all all that she was fine with the the best part was that first part i know she did go into more detail and it's more it's a baby
1: a baby you know it's and it's god growing within her and she yes. loved she loved the first part because it was so celebratory and wonderful <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even remember the hell
1: Mary that well. I'm, Tell me, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst We're women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother, Mother of God, God, pray for us our sinners now at the hour, hour of, of our, our death. death. Amen. Amen. Yes. And
0: that's the second part. That whole the Holy thing. Holy Mary, Mother of God, of God. Pray for our sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. And she did not like that because, one, it was so negative compared to everything else. She said, yeah. that was all the divine yeah. word, the first part. The second part, that's all made up by men.
1: <laughs> that's what I love. It's those men who made up, you know, when you're supposed to feel guilty. The, and, the guilt and, sin and sinners <laughs> and worrying
0: about death. And that's all the men. They, they did that. Uh, the Hail Mary, that's... And the baby, the beautiful fruit of the womb. That's
1: ba- baby Jesus growing. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, love I, that.
0: I, I, I need to get that story down better because it is, it is a great one. And... And it was eighth and she grade. Was so and
1: tiny with that dark hair. Yeah, and
0: tiny old Irish nun who got moved <laughs> to the church, um, and and really passionate and really into,
1: but very down to earth. Too, yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: no. I, actually. A she, very, was very, she was very. She was a good
1: nun. She was good, and she was very manipulative. I, she coerced me into driving to those essay, not essay. The that was a different nun. Oh, I'm sorry. I those thought it are, was the same. No,
0: those are two different nuns. Ah. There was one Irish nun, and then there was one really old nun that <laughs> that taught forensics. That uh, she, she picked up on me as a speaker nice. and had me do forensics. So reading other people's speeches, basically, um, but reading them as your own. Um, with hand gestures and things. And she had me do the most <laughs> asinine, like j- just waving along like a traffic director. Um, While you was
1: speaking to emphasize to body emphasize. language. See, yeah. that is total anti what you would normally do.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> um, so it's very stiff and very much like. And so the moral of the story is.
1: You that we see, all you can't see maybe it's the palms out and now
0: circle the palms and then out and then out <laughs> it's like
1: Trumpian
0: Trumpian or like a like a Macarena that you do one step at a time <laughs> but while while speaking about very important topics in a way that conveys emotion like and, and she wanted me to read it in that kind of way Anyway, I remember she coerced
1: me into driving. Yeah, this is this is the best part. Places and because while
0: driving to those places, she would do the hand movements (laughs) about her about my mom's driving because she was so nervous. She would hold on to the oh shit handle. (laughs) And then when it was, like, a right turn, she would take her left hand and wave it to the right, like a Jedi, like a Jedi conductor of the car.
1: And she's sitting in the front seat next to me. Yeah. You know, one thing, if she was a backseat driver, this was right next to me... No, so I she's thought. a
0: backseat driver, but with her hands only. Or, like, when when the car was slowing down, she would put both her hands up and press forward <laughs> into the air, like like she could break the car on her... Whoa! <laughs> Not touching anything. Just just a uh, gentle push forward with her hands. Like, oh, we're going to stop this momentum. <laughs> the power of Jesus. Because she's a nun.
1: <laughs> God. Anyway. Anyway.
0: I, I don't remember the sister's name. <laughs>
1: I don't... Uh, well, you were only there
0: half a year. Yeah. She was yeah. sad when I left for Chicago.
1: <laughs> well.
0: Because I was her star. I was the star then. <laughs> See?
1: We're both shining. She, she, now you're shining. I'm okay. shining now. It was she she oh, actually had to put on her sunglasses. I
0: left that forensics life behind me. <laughs> it was oh, it was too fast. Oh, Living life in the fast man. lane. Good.
1: Okay, so uh, let it what else what's the, where do you want to go what's that
0: makes me wonder what's the most um poorly you've ever been directed i'm going i'm going into career now suddenly okay. of of dance career of since talking about stage Jeez. and and um me delivering these speeches and doing well, apparently. I would get silver and stuff like that, but.
1: Oh, okay. Ooh. You don't have
0: to say names or the show itself.
1: Ah. Oh. God, I kind of have to if I'm going to. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm going to. Okay, first, let me start with this. Many times, and if I was like in the chorus of a show. Um, The choreographer was really the one who um, was our boss. Sure. uh, Yes, we were part of the show and the director would direct the scenes that we were in or would come in and, you know, talk to the choreographer about... um,
0: Can they wind up there or...
1: Yeah, so that if i had a role that's more the direction so i'm going to th- i'm thinking of two things that actually may point this out oh god here we go okay <laughs> my very first broadway show was the grand tour with joel gray starring joel gray now, I had done national tours before. Of, of course, line Hello, Dolly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking Music Man was considered a national tour, even though it was really just out at Jones Beach in their big theater out there. Anyway, so... The Grand Tour was a totally new show, you know, being conceived. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the I I realized I smack my lips sometimes. Sometimes, but I smack I tisk my teeth. I do. Can like a I do. That's a bad habit. I, I, I uh, whatever. Yeah, well. You're <laughs> seventy. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, the first. So I was because I had been assistant dance captain with my first stint of a chorus line. I did a chorus line twice. Um, And because I knew Jerry Herman, the composer and lyricist, oh, what a gorgeous, lovely, sweet man. He's passed away now. Mm. Oh, he... Okay, this is gonna... Okay, my first national tour was Hello, Dolly. I became friends with my dear friend Jack Carter, who's now passed away, and too, and uh, Tom Garrett, his lover, who passed away from AIDS. Oh my God! I mean, he just—I uh, th- I mean, he, my close, close friend. Anyway, they were very—they became friends with Jerry Herman, and beca- you know, we hung out together all the time. So I, I knew Jerry Herman. As an acquaintance, I mean, I can't say friend, you know, but he liked me. Yeah. And I adored him. Um, So when it came time for... Hello, Dolly. Then I did a chorus line. Then I auditioned for um, Grand Tour. But basically, Jerry Herman said... Jack and I were both in a chorus line then. (laughs) I'm sorry. We did Hello Dollar together. Both of us went to a chorus line out in Los Angeles and Chicago. Then both of us went to... Jerry asked if we wanted to be in... Grand Tour on Broadway. We said yes. And of course we had to audition for... We had to audition, you know, but Jerry... He really wanted us there. Yeah. Ask. We're good people. You know, we're talented and this and that. There's Whatever. a
0: difference between auditioning and being asked to audition, for sure.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, the first choreographer... Oh, so they asked me to be the assistant to the choreographer because the choreographer didn't have an assistant. And this is in pre-production putting it together so I was the assistant I had never done that before for a Broadway show I mean you know I've I, oh, <laughs> been dance captain of a chorus line that was already set but I had never been an assistant for something new and then two other people I'm not gonna say their names great, great people but um we were like The team of three that... Should I say the choreographer's name or not? He ended up getting fired. I
0: wouldn't worry. I wouldn't say the name then. Yeah. Yeah, let's leave names out of it. Yeah, so... If anyone wants to really find out, they can find out from these details.
1: And he was fired before we went into production, so yeah, it was pre-production. Just give us some dish. Um, um, So he really didn't know what he was doing. His choreographing before was... With his wife, who was very talented, and it became—I feel like I'm dis—I'm spilling the tea. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, I am spilling, so the, spilling tea. the tea. It it I am—I'm known for keeping my mouth shut about backstage stuff. That's why I was so trusted. So this is like I'm starting to svitz or whatever you call it. I'm sweating. <laughs> Sh- What's it called when you? Quell. <laughs> when no, when you're spritz when <laughs> you're. Schwitzing. Yes, yeah, so when you're starting to like get. Sweaty. Anyway, so it became... They have to
0: make it through an hour of you talking about volunteer stuff in order to get to this point.
1: Oh, my God. Hashtag, hashtag... I'm not
0: going to put any hashtags. It'll be all about the volunteer stuff.
1: So, (laughs) in pre-production, it became pretty evident that he didn't know what he was doing. Now... I can't believe I did this. It was so the choreography, and he was asking us to choreograph. And I, uh. Jeff was the guy, and oh, what's her name? I've forgotten the girl's name. We would go up to like lunch, yeah. you know, without the choreographer in the middle of the day, and I'd say, like, is this the way it always is? <sighs> because they they had been in other Broadway shows, and they went, no, this is awful oh, no. and he's asking us to do so what do we do what do we do and I was like I don't know I'm the assistant choreographer I don't <laughs> even know the guy Yeah, you know I've been assigned it and uh, uh help me <clears throat> I had the gall oh my god I can't believe it I went to the producers oh wow and the director and I said I would like to be um taken off as any kind of title associating me <gasps> with <sighs> this choreographer. He doesn't know what he's doing and I I don't want I I don't want to sound mean or whatever and I'm new, you know, pretty new to this. Yeah. But I don't want my name associated with this.
0: Wow. And
1: I said, look, you know, I if you want to fire me, I totally understand. If you don't want me near the show, I totally get it. I just I just have to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know that I'm I'm like, I mean as much well, as I know said how to anything other than I am like integrity plus person. Yes. And I said, keep him, you, he needs help. This (laughs) is, you know, you, you do what you need to do. I just don't want to be associated. I did not say anything like, you should get rid of the guy. Right. I don't want to be in this situation. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What happened? They fired him on my Integrity and advice. Oh. They kept me. Huh. But I said, I don't want to be assistant choreographer to anybody. I'm saying, And I felt badly, but I was like, I also, there's, I knew enough there's a responsibility in a show not to an individual. Yeah, yeah. It is to the entire production, and I saw it just go, I mean, it, it was bad bad it it was bad, <laughs> <laughs> so the actually the three of us stayed, and um then they hired, oh my God, all right, I can say it because his name is on they hired Donald Sadler to choreograph it, and um oh Duke Ellington's niece, um. Oh, I've forgotten her first name. How awful of me. This lovely, lovely, lovely woman. Mercedes. Mercedes Ellington was her assistant. So and cool. um so they choreographed it. Donald Sadler had done I mean, obviously and he did like no no Nanette. He was originally from the ballet world. And then, you know, Broadway shows. He's a he's a really nice man. He's passed away now, too. Mm. I imagine. Huh? Uh, no, he was... He had... He, he I don't has don't, to be passed he away has by to now. By now. Anyway, so... <laughs> we go into production for the show. And... Um, <sighs> the choreography... I was dance captain. Sure. So I wasn't, you know, dance captain, but not assistant. Um, They're not particularly happy with the choreography. Here we go again. Still, okay. And I had to say, don't, my mouth was closed. Zip, zip, I don't say a word. You know, as the cast, we'd go sometimes, I can't believe we have to do this, but it's our job to...
0: Do it and do it as well as you can and make it... Try to make it look good.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, we go to San Francisco for out-of-town tryouts. All of a sudden, as dance captain, I'm told on the day off, I had to go to the theater. And I was like, what's this about? Well, I I get there... Tommy Toon is there, and his associate, Tommy Walsh. I can't remember if Tommy was... I think Tommy Walsh was just listed as assistant at that time. This was 1979, not associate or co. I think it was assistant. But Tommy Toon's brought in... Yeah, wow. ...to doctor the choreography without... Donald Sadler's approval. Oh. So, this, I was like.
0: A gorilla oh choreography. Oh, God,
1: is this, is, uh, you know, this was like my, my this is my first Broadway show. <laughs> and this is like, what is this fucking trial by fire? I mean, yeah, seriously. I, uh, this, is it always like this? <laughs> you know. So, we, for the full time in San Francisco, we, the cast, would learn Tommy's numbers during the day in these extra rehearsals. I mean, it was always ten out of twelve. Wow. I mean, for me, with dance captain, I swear to God, it was like you know twenty out of I mean twenty hours a day working. Jesus. But we would have to learn with Tommy the Tommies, during the day, new version of the number. Yeah. That night, performed the old version Uh until contractual things were figured out between Donald Sadler, Tommy Toon, the producers, all of this. It was hell. Wow. It was hell.
0: Breath is in my throat.
1: It it was hell. And, you know, because we were... It's one thing to learn something during the day and then put it on stage that night. Sure. That's like... But at least you can go, erase, erase the old, bring in the new. Erase the old, bring in the new. This was... And Donald, of course, would still be giving giving us notes
0: On on
1: his version of the evening. So you'd have to remember, like... Because... You're out of town. You're still working on the show, so he's working on his version. Yeah. The Tommies are working on the new version, and we're, like, you know,
0: trying to do both at the in same in the time. Middle,
1: and, you know, of
0: your muscle memory can't oh kick in because you're. Oh
1: my God! It <laughs> it was hard, and they were both. You know what made it hard too <laughs> is they were both such great people I, Donald mm. said it was so nice and because I was the dance captain he he really liked me and because I was from a ballet background and stuff like that too so he would talk to me and then I'd be with Tommy who I absolutely oh, adore, yeah. and Tommy Walsh who I went to school with we, <sighs> he was at Boston Conservatory yikes he was a year older than me so I had a past with him I knew him and so I'd love being with the Tommies during the day, and then it's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Ultimately, so this is getting back to the thing of... this making me itchy. <laughs> the worst worst situation of direction. Yeah. So it's choreographic.
0: Absolutely, but... But um,
1: this was the worst situation that I was in. So we get to New York.
0: Yeah, from bad to bad and worse.
1: San Francisco. Oh, and this is in San Francisco. Do you know what was happening at the same time? What? Uh, J- J- Jimmy, what's his name? Jimmy Jones. The, the Ghana. The that whole cult. The,
0: the, the guy that did the actually, Kool-Aid?
1: Yes. He was in San Francisco at the same time and the crime rate was high. I actually saw blood on the streets. Blood on the streets. Because there was also a thing of killing homeless people. Oh, like Jesus. It was, it was Oh. But that Jimmy Jones. James, yeah. whatever his name. James Jones, Jones. Yeah, he had the two. He had the coal and He brought everybody to Ghana. Yeah, and and murdered the two. They murdered the um news people. Anyway, oh, uh, well, let's get let's get to back to read
0: into to James <laughs> Jones called Jimmy name? Jones. Jimmy Jones. It is fascinating. John
1: James. No, it's Jones. Okay. Jones anyway, town. I'm looking at the clock because we should finish. Yeah. Um. Um, Jonestown massacre. Yes, 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 yes. But he, he was in Sim, He and his yeah. cult were in San Francisco at yeah. the same time. So we get to New York. <sighs> okay, everyone's in New York. <laughs> we get to New York. Now we're in previews. And say, so yeah, I just smacked my lips. <laughs> um, and it ultimately happened that Donald. Sadler's work was completely taken out. They went totally with Tommy Toon's choreography, except, oh, my God, except for a couple of numbers. I remember one, this circus number, that I was dressed as a harem girl, (coughs) and and one of the main characters, Ron, he was... He was dressed as like he he had this big like fat balloon suit on, and I'd have to go up and bounce. This is other girls. We'd have to go up. This is choreography. <laughs> we'd have to like go up and, you know how you do like, the high five body. Yeah, stance? yeah.
0: Like you, your body bump in the air.
1: Our choreography was just in these harem costumes the little... with the with the little bras and. and buffoon pants. We have to go and and throw ourselves against <laughs> this balloon body. Boom, and we fall down. And that, it was so embarrassing. It was so awful. Matter of fact, I mean, it, the, the the choreography was so awful. I remember. <coughs> oh, oh God, it's all, the choreography is coming back. It was so bad that my friend Jack Carter and I. <laughs> When there was a scrim right at the beginning of the number. There was a scrim that would go up revealing all of us characters, like slow motion. Boop, boop, doop, 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 doop. And every night before the scrim, we were we were center stage behind the screen, the scrim, because we were like the first ones. Boop, 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 <laughs> the and we'd say to each other, I hate this. I hate this. I I'm I hate this. But by saying it to each other and admitting this is awful, yeah. we would start laughing and we'd give it our all our all. It's yeah. so like that was the way that we could do our job is, you know, and make it work. We're Admit gonna make the it hatred. Work. I hate this. You just say it out loud and giggling. You know, so anyway, um, yeah. So there were a few numbers that stayed, and I think I think it was the thing of. I'd have to look at the, at the stats now. I can't remember whether Tommy just remained name wise as doctor and got paid a shitload of money, which he deserved with this. Sure. This, oh, it was crazy. Or whether Donald bowed out, got paid his full royalty and Tommy's name went on. I don't remember. Yeah. But anyway, so that's an hour. We've yeah. and, and that's 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 um That wasn't bad. Grand that Tour.
0: The Grand, grand Tour. Tour. And that's the first Broadway show. And,
1: but that's when I got to know Joel Gray. And we became very close. My, All right, that's for another time. Yeah. For the next time, the going out of town. We went out of town. The the show didn't last very long, but I met some great people. Great people. Anyway, and uh, then we went out of town for three weeks, and that's another whole story. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Whoa. Kashmiri Kawa was this week's beverage. It It ended up being very delicious. I would have this any time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Okay, Bye-bye. Bye.